0: Our first lesson this morning comes from a reading from Isaiah 11. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The wolf shall live with the lamb The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and thirsty ground springs of water. Our highway shall be there and it shall be called the holy way and it shall be for God's people. No traveler shall go astray and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads and they shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow, and sighing shall flee away." In response to this reading, uh, we're going to sing together hymn number 160, Lo, how a rose ever blooming! So let us sing together.
1: of prayer, I encourage us all to take a deep breath and to center ourselves. We all have joys and concerns in our hearts, but a few that we would like to highlight, we celebrate with Anita and David Davis following the birth of their great-grandson, Gage Luca Ratliff. We also celebrate with Judy Vick following the birth of her great-granddaughter, Finley Sky Gaynor. And we surround in prayer Charlie Joe Powers And family following the death of her husband, Dick Powers. Service on that is pending. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for this holy and special time, this Christmas Eve. We give you thanks for your Spirit's presence here with us. Help us all to slow down, to take a breath, and to experience the joy and the peace of this day and this night. May we be moved by the coming of Christ into our world and into our lives. May we be changed as we accept who we are and whose we are, your beloved children. Help us to live in faithful relationship with you and with one another. Let the peace of Christ guide us and let Christ's message in all of its richness live in our hearts. We pray for those who serve as your hands by doing their best toward their brothers and sisters and serving all of your children. We pray for those who serve as your voice by speaking words of justice and peace for the broken and the oppressed. Help us to do likewise. God we hold up in prayer the lonely and hurting, the hungry and the homeless, the sick and the dispossessed, knowing that your heart has always been nearest those who are poor in spirit. And as we remember how you came to live among us in flesh, and as we celebrate that moment long ago which lives forever in our hearts and as we long for your fullness in our lives that we too might live out the goodness and love of Christ in our days, we ask that you would bless us. Help us to be food for the hungry and hope for those who are lost and alone. Pour out your spirit among us. Continue in our lives the beautiful mystery of Christmas. May your sun shine in each of us so that we may reveal to you Our world all the days of our lives. We ask all of this in the holy name of the baby born in the manger who would later teach his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts,
2: The second lesson this morning is taken from Isaiah 40 and may be found on page 123 of your hymnal. I invite you to turn there so that you might join in the sung response. Comfort, comfort you, my people. Tell of peace, thus says our God. Comfort, comfort you, my people. Tell of peace, thus says our God. Comfort, O comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to them that they have served their term, that their penalty is paid, that they have received from the Lord's hand double for all their sins. Comfort, comfort you, my people, tell of peace, thus says our God. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Comfort, comfort you, my people. Tell of peace, thus says our God.
3: Our third lesson is from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Let us sing together, Lift Up Your Heads, O Mighty Gates, hymn number 129.
4: fourth reading comes from the gospel of Luke chapter 1 verses 39 through 45. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting the child leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit.
5: The fifth lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother, Mary, had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband, Joseph, She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall come, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but he had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son. And he named him Jesus. Our hymn, our carol, is number 150 in your hymnal, "Heart the Herald angels sing."
6: This is the sixth lesson, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days a decree went out from the emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David, because there was no place for them in the inn.
1: The seventh lesson comes from Luke 2, 8 through 20. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. Now I invite you to stand as you are able as we sing our next carol. It's number 155, Angels We Have Heard on High.
7: You may be seated. Our eighth lesson comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising. and And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. As the wise men from the East gave gifts to Christ, so we give our gifts. Today's offering benefits, ACH Child and Family Services, a local organization uh, that benefits families and children uh, in need. So if you are here in the sanctuary today, simply place your offering in the plate or use one of the gold envelopes. If you are worshiping with us online or prefer to give online, visit universitychristian.org slash give, click one-time gift and choose the Christmas Eve fund. So with joy, love in our hearts, let us receive the offering.
8: What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch or keep Christ the King, whom shepherds, guard, and angels bring. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. such mean estates where ox and ass are feeding. Good Christian, fear for sinners here the silent word is pleading. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds, guard, and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. So bring him incense, gold, and myrrh, come and king to own him. The king of kings salvation brings, let loving hearts enthrone him. This this, this, is Christ the King, whom shepherds watch and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary.
9: Let us pray.
10: Creator of all we know, we bring you our meager offerings, knowing that they fall far short of the blessing you bestow upon us. Allow us to take these gifts and apply them to the work of your church and contribute to the goodness of your creation. Amen. Amen.
9: So these burning candles of our Advent wreath represent God's hope, God's peace, God's joy, and God's love. And today we draw near the light, for in God's way, God's way of breaking through to us. And as we light the Christ candle, we invite the presence of Jesus Christ into our lives, warming our hearts and brightening our way. May the darkness of the world be dispelled by the light of God's love. Amen. Well, friends, we made it. For the last several weeks, we have been preparing our hearts and preparing our homes for the coming of the Christ child, a gift that comes to us always in the most surprising and unsuspecting of ways. And as a result of that, many of us have spent the last several weeks Preparing, shopping, buying, baking, addressing cards, doing everything that we can to make this the best Christmas ever. But as I reminded our congregation at the beginning of the season of Advent, if we are not careful, if we're not careful, we can become so overwhelmed with what the season demands from us that we miss out on what the season offers us. I came across some staggering statistics recently following a, a survey by the Barna Research Group. They surveyed adults all across the United States. And what they discovered is that 37%, only 37% of Americans believe that the birth of Jesus is the most important aspect of Christmas. 37 percent. But we we are here because we know that the greatest gift cannot be purchased in a store, cannot be wrapped in shiny packages. The greatest gift of Christmas came wrapped in bounds of cloth and lied in a manger. The gift of Jesus is the greatest gift of Christmas. And so, as we come this day, at the end of this staggering journey, and gather around this table, may we remember, may we remember that the most important, the most central part of what we do as people of faith is to celebrate, to recognize, to honor, to follow the Christ child. And so, on this day, we gather around this table and we remember that that night that that child would grow and spend with his disciples he would take bread and he would bless it and he would break it and he would say this is my body which is for you take and eat of it all of you and as you do this remember me and in the same way after supper he took a cup and he filled it and he said this is a cup that I fill a new covenant that I pour out in my blood. And each and every time you drink this cup and you eat this bread, remember me. Friends, these are the gifts of God for us, the people of God. Let us pray.
10: Dearest Lord God, on this the eve of the most holy day we observe in remembrance of the miracle of your son to the world we are called to this table to partake of the bread and the cup in his name lord we ask that you alleviate our tendency to make this an exclusive gathering and remind us that this is universal to your creation open to all its inhabitants In the blessed name of Jesus Emmanuel, amen. So in a moment as the trays
9: are passed, I invite you to take the bread as it comes by and you can eat it as you do so. But hold on to the cup. And once everybody has been served, we will share the cup together as a sign and a symbol of our unity in Christ Jesus. Again, friends, these are the gifts of God for us, the people of God.